antidote to the politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. Wait, what? What? What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know what it you're was, talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had. Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You, what is you, about? it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it's out. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to What's you. The pop about? singer had an open. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 91 of Have a Nice Life. What's up? Sup? <laughs> Yo, <bud>? dog. <laughs> what's what's good? What's poppin'? Home slice. <laughs> you got a Bev check right off the deck? Oh yeah, I have a Diet Coke actually. Nice. I'm drinking a very refreshing Galefi Effervescente. What is that? It's like an Italian digestif. I've been craving it. We we brought some to the Skook uh, last trip. They they call it they call it Guinea Pop. Guinea Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Got a tall glass of Guinea Pop. Uh, yeah, it's like these little like white sticks that you pour it like with water and it turns it. It's kind of like Alka Seltzer, but it's like this like lovely subtle lemon flavor. Mm. And I've been craving it. I went. I went to the. Um, I got it from Dolce Italy? Clemente. Oh. <laughs> I got it from it. Technically, is in Italian. On it's like an import. It's just that's how like Mario Batali <laughs> got his victims. It was. It was. What is it called? Effervescente. Effervescente. But it, it was like the roofies flavor. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 the. Uh, yeah, no, I went to the local Italian market, uh, Cangiano's in Jersey City, which is very similar to Dolce Clemente's, except a little smaller. And I was like, oh, do you have... I was like, oh, do you, do you have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have, uh, you know, this this the stuff? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, the NS, and we got, we got something like that. Here, it's the same thing. And they, like, hand me this little like, jar of, like, powder. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll trust you. And I went home because it's like sodium bicarbonate. It's just, you know, but I took it home and like made myself a nice glass of it. And I was so excited. And a it, nice tall glass of sodium bicarbonate. Yeah, it literally was just sodium bicarbonate. It was literally <laughs> just uh, it it just tasted like salt water. And I'm like, Bleh! like disgusting, <laughs> like immediately like spit it out into the sink. Yeah. So I got very, very sad. Someone's like, Nana swears by that for Oh, for I'm sure. It's yeah, yeah, it's like secrets from the old country. You know, uh <laughs> warm some of this up before bed. But 
the the naturally lemon essenced version is fantastic. Mm. And also, I found uh, just a bag of beers that I took home when we were in uh, the Skook in September. A bag of <laughs> just beers? like a sack of beers that I brought home from that trip. <laughs> so I got some uh, some Michelob Ultra infusions. Oh yeah, living it up over here. Yeah, I saw a really good tweet the other day that was like part of getting older is when you finally admit that like all the craft beer is pointless and you know you got your high life you got your you re- you return to tradition yeah, yeah return <laughs> with a V <laughs> no not that kind of return that's a very specific <laughs> type of return <laughs> yeah uh yeah I don't know I I'm a big proponent of Michelob Ultra big fan. I, like things, a, I, just, I don't like beer, but if I do beer, it's always going to be like a high life. Yeah, yeah. This is this is lime and prickly pear cactus. I mean, I did have that in the Skook, and it was good. It's great. It reminds me they used to sell them at the bowling good, alley. We used to buy them at the lounge in the bowling alley. <laughs> back in the oh, day. I think we've talked about this on this podcast before, but I remember specifically driving to my grandfather's wake and being like, "This is so sad." And then I drove by, I forget what it's called, but it's that bowling alley on Route 70 in South Jersey. And the bowling alley was closed because of COVID, but the lounge was open outside. Nice. And people were sitting in the parking lot. So the the regulars can still get their fix. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Uh, Yeah. What have you been up to lately? Oh, not really stuff I can talk about. Like <laughs> your life is It's so all under embargo lately. right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean one of our followers might be a fed. Really? They accosted me. <laughs> I don't even think you told me about that. No, I did, I did. I'm just I'm just spicing it up to make it sound oh, more interesting. Gotcha. Really gotcha. Is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's pretty um, the the guy who was like That's quite want, a big he, spice up. Someone asked the question yeah. and you're like, This guy's obviously he's he's part of an alphabet <laughs> organization. Well, Why he said, he I, what's details? your alt? I want to see what you really think. And I was like, okay. I think we found out that finding out what people really think is, is doesn't lead to happiness for anybody. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. It's like, if you really want that, then okay, let's get married. <laughs> That's what happens. You, <laughs> That's what you, happens. You get the you alt to... with, the, with the marriage. Yeah. You got to lock it in first. Yeah, you get the alt with the marriage. So that, uh, that way I know. That but that's the thing it, is like. And what if you also, get the marriage like, and then they find out who you really are? <laughs> then I take half their money. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think everyone knows. You're in most. <laughs> in all of the relationships, I'm the one. I was going to say, I I, due to your track record, I'm not sure that I, they're going to be the ones with more money to give. I get doxxed and then they get all of my money. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just really fun. <laughs> so maybe the alt should stay alt. <clears throat> Yeah, no, the alt is going to stay alt. Because I, I told this person, I was like, that's the beauty of the alt is no one knows it's me. And you know what happens. I found someone's alt. But the thing is, everyone knows it's you because it's still technically your name and still technically a <laughs> no, photo No, I have like an inner sanctum alt. Oh my no God, a third about. layer alt? <laughs> we found this conversation. Wait, this, it's a fourth layer alt. 
Well, yeah, I have my like business one yeah. and then I have my my main account and then I have my backup for when my main account gets suspended. But then I have like Jesus deep... Christ. This is too much Internet. I know I yelled at you. About I don't this last use week. them all at the same time. It doesn't matter. The one is like specifically a backup it's still for like... when I get suspended. And the other uh... one's just a blow off steam, you know. <laughs> It's just too much for me. <laughs> I'm so fucking shot. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what uh, else is new. <sighs> Ski season's kicking off in a few weeks. Yeah. Well, you said you were you were taking, you're like fasting at the moment. Both. Yeah. Uh, it's the nativity fast. Nutritionally and spiritual. Well, uh, <laughs> culturally, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I mean, kind of in every sense, because, you know, there's, like, the dietary restrictions, and then there's, like, you know, I have to, not not I have to, but I want to spend extra time, you know, digging into my spiritual life, and then there's the prayer, and then there's just, like, I need to need to take a break from shit posting for a little bit so I, th- I think it's a good break i'm not gonna do it completely because if i cut it out completely i think i might die that's but again um, these are all like bad <laughs> red flags <laughs> admitting that you're addicting to shit posting to the point of, of dying <laughs> grave uh, consequences if i stop being like bad online <laughs> <laughs> Not I will die. Other people will die if they don't get their daily fix. I I don't think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's saying something even worse, perhaps, about what you think about your shit posting (laughs) being. I really, there's one thing of the gods. Yeah, there's one thing I really wish I could talk about, and that is the fact that I found my ex's alt. Yeah, bad. But I think that's all I can say about it. It. it was a uh, in I wouldn't say enlightening, but it was illuminating, I would say. It was valid. It made me and infuriating. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned about I'm not going to get into it. Let's just say we all I learned, learned. The things that were better off not knowing, <laughs> I think is it it's yeah. one of those deals. Like I like uh I I think I talked about it regarding like my last relationship or any relationship, but it's like I was determined to not be the person who was like a snoop or jealous. Mm-hmm. Cause like when you go looking for stuff, you either get caught looking for stuff and then that causes issues or you find stuff that you didn't want to know, which also causes problems. Well, there's see, no, but it's like, good. There's no middle it's ground. It's good for me. It's good for me because I'm, I'm finishing this music. Oh, it's great for you. And it's like, I felt bad putting out this music. Yeah. But then and it's now like, it's like full steam oh, you ahead. Were, you're cheating on me. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta say, <laughs> I, gonna... I've been listening to the stuff you've been teasing. <laughs> Taylor's on... version, Erica's version. <laughs> <laughs> All too well. 10 minute version, Taylor's version, Erica's version. Yeah. Uh, I got to say. Which, no, honestly, there's a lot of parallels. She was in an age gap relationship. I, I, you know, she kept I, her a secret. I was going to bring they this up a little later. themselves up to upstate, upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. But uh, continue. I, I felt a compliment was coming on. Oh, no. I think that moment's passed. No, I think you I think you have to. No, I think you walked all over your own compliments. So <laughs> well, maybe I'll bring it up organically later. <laughs> No, I want to hear it. Oh, what if no, I, die? I, was saying, I was listening to the Before stuff the you've been the teasing podcast. on Instagram, and I, I got to say it's pretty damn good. 
Thank you. It might be something I would listen to without the context of our friendship. Oh, and that's just about the biggest the compliment, best you compliment can get from me. that I could get. Yeah. Yeah. That means it's like just esoteric enough <laughs> that people that it'll be alienating to all the wrong people or to all the right people. That's the best kind of music is the kind yeah. that alienates others. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, hope that feeds your ego a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now, uh, talking about me, which we didn't yeah, get to do okay, last yeah. week. And I almost like popped. I almost exploded because we <laughs> totally blew past what was yeah. going on with me. Steven does that. He doesn't he doesn't like hearing about he me. He love he he's like um Yeah, he, he's like borderline personality disorder. <laughs> he's a BPD fave? Yeah, he was like mm, BPD king. He's like, mm, how can I how can I munchausen Dan for <laughs> attention <laughs> he like stuck me in an ice bath last podcast oh my and then was like oh baby you're so cold we gotta get you to bed <laughs> oh it's like the sixth sense it's like and, the secret um, garden Me- misha barton <laughs> her like- mom's like giving her pine saw <laughs> i was thinking more like the the movie the secret garden <laughs> but uh yeah no uh i mean there was i had, I had all kinds of shit going on uh, you do. You have a lot. You have more going on I, than I do. You know, it's moment. it's like a thing I have to do. Like I have to keep myself busy because, like, yeah, like I'm doing well. Like, but I'm able to just kind of work a couple days, <laughs> and like that pays my rent. Uh, and like I made all of my month's expenses in like three days last weekend. So it's beautiful. It's great. I love it. But I gotta like find shit for me to, me to do over the week, especially now that like I'm not walking as much because I'm like not <clears throat> depressed. <laughs> so yeah. i'm like oh yeah well, a lot of that walking I, was i can give you something to do next week okay what, what is I'll that be home are you gonna be home and i might when are you gonna i'll be, be home? home and i might have a new firearm with me okay well as i'll talk about <laughs> later I'm, I'm back on the firearms train i never got off i love but, it uh when are you gonna be home uh i'm actually still trying to figure that out but it's probably gonna i'm not gonna leave until the saturday or sunday after thanksgiving and i think i'm gonna come down on sunday after church this, so i'll be there for a week like okay yeah let me know because uh i i mean i fucked up my schedule like one of my favorite days of the year is the saturday after thanksgiving which is when my friends pat and jess do their whole christmas light decoration setup where we just get That's like right obliterated first episode of this podcast was you taking it all down uh yeah that probably sounds about right it was yeah that lines up uh yeah literally we do that every year and it's like one of my favorite days of the year because we just get drunk and climb ladders and uh i coach alex alex gets his own bush every year he gets the one bush on the side of the house and we call that alex's art installation but now i fucked up and i got booked for a bunch of shoots on that saturday so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we'll just like rush down after my shoots. And then I forgot to block my schedule and I got booked for a ton of shit on Sunday too. So now like I, I'm fucked. Like I can't go down at all. So, and we were, we were, <laughs> we were discussing it at, uh, Kevin had a friend's giving on Sunday and I've realized how integral to my friend group, group I am. It's like, it's you're like, the catalyst. I'm, I'm the, the glue that holds everyone together. Yeah, like, it's like where like no one's gonna know what to call Alex if you're not there. I was I was divvying out responsibilities because I was like, all right, someone has to take over 
coaching Alex through his art project. Like he's a br- brilliant artist, but he just needs motivation. Uh, and then also there's uh, uh, Jess yelled at me and Kevin because we were standing around for a moment. She came outside and she was like, what are you guys doing? Just standing around. So out of spite, we proceeded to put 1,200 strips of lights, so 1,200 lights, all on a single small bush. That apparently took them like an hour and a half to take down, <laughs> like when they took it all down. Uh, and then also me and Greg run Skunk Works, which is where... I, have no, I don't know who Greg is. You do know who Greg is. It was brought I've to never my attention seen this person in by my Jason... Life. Uh, he was at my birthday that you were at two years I'm ago. I'm sorry, Greg, but you're very forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I love Greg. Uh, what does he look like? He he looks like a, a, a fine gentleman. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> I feel like I've seen a picture of him before. <laughs> I can't. I mean, that's, that's on you. I'm sorry, Greg. It's not on you. It's on me. <laughs> I don't Maybe think Maybe I have very selective facial blindness. But, uh... But me and Greg would run Skunk Works. We would we'd run all the lights around like the gutters. It's a whole thing. We got all we got all code words for things. But um, yeah, so I'm bummed about that. I I don't think I'm going to be able to do my birthday this year in Asbury because I'm fucking uh like also booked for a ton of shit. Like like a four day job popped up on the weekend I was going to do my birthday. So I'm like I can't turn down another like four days that like pays off my month. You know? Yeah. So it's just. I'm not doing a lot for myself lately, which kind of sucks. Um, so we're going to have to do some fun trips sometime. Alex is now talking about going to Key West. Oh. But he's well, also, like, inviting... Change that to the panhandle, and I will be there. He's also, like, inviting my friends who I love dearly, but also made, like, the Miami trip, like, a total nightmare. Mm. Like, our our vacation styles don't line up, you know? So, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I could do that again. So maybe me and you will t- we'll take a solo trip. I mean, we do have to go to the Everglades Seafood I know, Festival. I know. So. I know. <laughs> I'm serious about that. I know. I really want to go. Maybe in maybe DeSantis's maybe de- Florida. Maybe we'll the de- last like bastion of freedom left. We'll, in the we'll delay States my birthday by two months and do that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we did that. Uh, Kevin was in town like the week before that. We went to. All right, here's a New York tip. For all my mm-hmm. New York uh, denizens slash tourists, one of the best things you can do for free in you the city. S- you shared this already. Did I? Yeah, but you just do it again. <laughs> people, I. it's really funny now that you mentioned people dropping off. I, I've been looking at our metrics and it's almost always after I say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Erica's on this one. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like last time i i forget what the first one was but the second one was after i said new n-word dropped she lost like 50 percent <laughs> i uh speaking of that for a quick sidebar my roommate uh was list- was watching like jeopardy like while we were making dinner downstairs and i was doing <laughs> dishes and uh one of the jeopardy categories was foreign words but the one of the way the guy said it in a way that I was like, did you say four N words? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. Oh man. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, one of the best things you can do is go to the gallery previews for the auction houses. 
And you can look on their site and see what stuff's going up for auction when. You know, sometimes we like to go for the modern art, contemporary art, post-war stuff. And a lot of Impressionist always fits in there, too, as turn-of-the-century work. But it's usually around the fall for that stuff. But Christie's and sometimes Sotheby's, like, they line up. Everything that's going up for auction is usually on public display, like, the week before. So it's, like, better than going to a museum because you get to see everything closer than you can imagine. Uh, I think we did talk about this, actually. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, just, like, a beautiful, beautiful... The mini Rothko. Yes, the Rothko yeah. that was uh, perfect for hanging in your RV. Like I said, people stop listening yeah, when I talk. Yeah. So. so, you know, that was cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of where we left off from that then. But yeah, uh, I almost shit my pants. I know we talked about like if we've ever shit our pants. I came so close on I'm Saturday. I'm really scared because last week it was Steven. This week it's you. Is it going to be me? I mean, you got to roll those dice. But it was totally one of those moments where I left the house and I was like, I really got to go to the bathroom. Can I could just turn around now? I have time. No, I'll be fine. I'll totally just like do it when I get there. And then I was like 40 minutes away and I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And I saw all the bathrooms in the city still closed. Uh, well, I, I was I, I was driving. I was driving oh. to uh, a bar mitzvah. <laughs> and <laughs> I got to the bar. Uh, so, uh, long story short, I made it. What is what is shitting your pants? But a mitzvah. It's the opposite of a mitzvah for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I literally got to the venue. Like, I I almost just like jumped out of the car and like left it in neutral to like glide into a bush. Like that's how. <laughs> Like, just hot, like, ghost rid the whip and, like, toss my keys to a valet. And then you get hit by your car while you're, like... (laughs) Exactly. Just, like, uh... Dropping trow in the... No, no, I I use the facilities. But I I ran into the venue and, like, immediately, like, passed the maitre d', who I'd only seen a few weeks ago. We shot a wedding there. And then passed the photographer I work with. I was like, uh, Barry, uh, yeah, one second. And I, like, bolted past them into the bathroom and then came back out and was like... Sorry, guys, like not to be rude, <laughs> but uh, it ended up being a great bar mitzvah. Uh, they had sushi and mini corn dogs. So I had wow. a, a nice platter of the bullet. duality of life. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. But that was the closest I think I've ever come in, in like my adult life. Nice. But yeah, I'm trying to think what other what other stuff's been going on. Um, oh, yeah. When Kevin was in town, we went to Trump Tower. To like, and it is, it's a surreal experience. I, why? Why did you do that? Because we were there. We we were walking from Christie's, which is, um, what was it? It's uh, in Rockefeller Center. And then we walked up to like St. Patrick's Cathedral. Do people throw fake blood on you? No. Like they used to do no, in the 90s no. so that's with fur coats? so funny is the place is a fucking ghost town. It's so bizarre. Like, that's why it's so weird. And there's, like, the 45 bar and grill. And it's empty. And there's, like, a gift shop with, like, 
camo what Trump if 2024 oh, i would i would go to that restaurant if they served all the weird food that he ate over oh. the course of his presidency like the <laughs> like the the pepper the stuffed pepper yeah. with the face on it like the jack-o-lantern <laughs> stuffed pepper yeah i want and, like, all what the else novelty food eat? like as seen on his twitter <laughs> just a, a table like a long table full of mcdonald's no i mean i legitimately you order the trump burger and it's just like a big mac i legitimately wanted the taco salad i've oh. been on a crusade <laughs> and I, it, it's been on the back burner but it's never not been out of my mind I haven't had, like, the shitty taco... It's not shitty, but, like, the taco salad... The inauthentic taco salad. Where it's, like... Where it comes the, in the, the shell fucking is like bowl. dripping oil. Yes. Yeah. The, the hard fried bowl. It's just... It's like a chalupa. <laughs> it's a chalupa Kind of. But I used to get them when I worked in New Hope. Uh, there was, like, a California-style Mexican restaurant. And they had the big taco salad bowl like Trump had in the pictures where he claims he loves Mexicans <laughs> or the Mexicans, I think he said, or the Hispanics. Yeah. That's what it was. The Hispanics. I love the Hispanics. Um, so legitimately, I was like, I kind of want to get the fucking taco bowl, but it's like not even on the menu. It's a lie. Um, but yeah, there's like a weird gift shop and everything is everything is like in a state of like half open. It's very weird. I mean, that seems... But, I mean, just seeing the golden escalator was, like... It's like an extra character in his presidency, you know? I want to shoot my album artwork there. (laughs) There's... No one's going to get in your way because there's nothing... There's no one there. It's it's wild. Uh, So, that was fun. That was an interesting... Did you need to show your Vax papers to get in? No. But uh, (laughs) there was a sign on the door that said you need to wear a mask. Oh. So... What did he say about Biden? Uh, the the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> he walked in wearing the biggest mask that? I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because it was pretty standard size. Mask. It was <laughs> regulation size. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, the only other big thing was uh, I went shooting the other day. Uh, like ski, You looked ski dapper. Shooting. Thank you. Dapper. It was fucking freezing. I feel like skeet shooting is just very like it's it's a good aesthetic match for you. Yeah, I think that might be my new brand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just carrying a. They have it at the Greenbrier. Skeet shooting. Yeah, that's what really? you should aspire to. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. Skeet shooting <laughs> with the old, cool. old doctors and academics. Can we do that on New Year's or like around I, New Year's? I, I do want to go to get drinks on New Year's Day. Yeah, can we also shoot guns? I was thinking about getting a tour of the bunker for everyone, oh. but maybe we could shoot guns instead. I, the, the tour of the bunker sounds pretty fucking cool, though. Because I feel like we can just shoot guns anywhere here. That's like, true. Literally anywhere. We're in we're in hunting season, and people are like in my backyard, basically Perfect. shooting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're staking out safe. the women's shelter behind <laughs> your house. Uh, yeah. The yeah no. So um, the the guy Barry, uh, who I've worked with as a photographer for almost a decade now uh he's he's big in the shooting and he's been going skeet shooting for a while so he's like always kind of like oh yeah you should come along and then finally he was like yeah like we should find a date like let's do it so we found a date it worked out it's out in lehigh valley it's called lehigh valley sporting clays and it's kind of like a it's like a country club but for shooting skeet like it's really fucking cool um 
This is how my people live. Of course, there's like a, a million Trump signs everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. But uh, you like literally, there's 17 stations. It's operating on like the scorecard, like it's golf um, with 100 shots. And so you shoot each station, you shoot, you know, there's two clays per, uh, and you get three rounds of two clays. So six shots per station, uh, except for the last one, which is four, and it comes out to be like an even hundred. And you just shoot it into like a, a castle and the, well, that, that's, the thing is like turning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last one is, uh, <laughs> you have to shoot through the, the windmill to get to it. Uh, and you win a free like ice cream sundae. <laughs> exactly. It, uh, yeah, no, the place is so cool, though, because it's like an old quarry. I sent you those pictures, and there's just like yeah, old awesome. buildings and old like concrete areas. And there's a couple uh, stations where you're actually, the clays are shooting out from under you, and you're shooting down into like the like water in the quarry. It's really cool. But um, yeah, I hadn't shot. I said you, I told you 10 years. I haven't shot since, yeah. since like Boy Scouts. My- Wait, guns in general? I, I've shot a pistol since uh, I forget when. Like I don't remember when, but my dad reminded me. He's like, "No, you haven't shot like skeet since Boy Scouts, which was like 18 years ago." Wow. So it's it's as uh, if there isn't some weird moment that I've blacked out. Yeah, I haven't shot a shotgun. Well, all right, I've shot a shotgun since. Have not shot skeet since Boy Scouts. Yeah, I haven't done that in a long. We sh- <laughs> we shot. Uh, you know those firecracker rounds that they used to clear airports from birds. Yes. Uh, we shot one of those out of my friend's kitchen window in New Hampshire once. I think I remember you telling me. <laughs> yeah, that, but... uh, that's where the picture of me holding the AK forty seven is from. <laughs> nice. Because he lives in the part of New Hampshire where you can just like shoot televisions in a field somewhere. Love that. But uh, but yeah, we. I rented a over-under shotgun. He had his a Benelli. He has, like, the most beautiful carbon fiber Benelli semi-auto. I kind of preferred the over-under, though. Yeah, once again, it's it's definitely an aesthetic It's an choice. aesthetic thing, it's for just, sure. Like, you don't you don't bring a carbon fiber on, on the hunt. Uh, well, I mean, that's specifically, like, a sporting gun. You know, it's not a... I'm talking about, like, if you're a British man. Oh, yes, on the fox hunt. You're wearing, yeah. <laughs> you don't, no, it's all about tradition. Yeah, yeah. That is return with a V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the days of uh, donning my velour suit in my, my automobile that's specially made with a hunting seat in the back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was uh, it was cool, and it wasn't that expensive either. It came out to be, like, $160 for two of us. Yeah, and that's, like, good. renting a gun, renting a golf cart. 200 rounds of ammo like it wasn't a bad day ammo is not cheap right now what was that ammo is not cheap yeah right i think now. they i think it was like eight or nine dollars per box of 25 <laughs> like it wasn't too bad yeah but uh yeah it, i got the i got the plug with one of my clients they had like a they gave me a coupon so i got like two thousand rounds mm. nice <laughs> and i was like okay this will last me a week <laughs> <laughs> The uh yeah I don't know I like I said I hadn't shot in in almost two decades and I just like my just like my jackknife uh, and my splash dives at Knobles I, I still got it I was I was out shooting him who shoots pretty regularly uh, a few a few stations and yeah some I was hitting six out of six averaging around five out of six shots per per. I've never been that good at shooting moving targets really. So. 
Th- there's a couple yeah. of stations that fuck me up. Uh, there's one that's it's like they call them like clay rabbits, where mm. they actually get rolled past you, and it was kind of muddy and there was some like bumps. So they'll like hit the mud and slow down, or they'll like hit a little bump and like pop up in the air. But they literally like roll past you. It's so bizarre. Uh, so that fucked me up because I've literally never shot anything like that before. But <laughs> yeah, just the it was just a bizarre day. In the sense of, like, we were driving a golf cart around with, like, a shotgun mount in it. (laughs) Yeah, that was... I I loved that. I want to go there. Let's go. We can go. It's fucking cool. Let's do it. Uh, I can just, like... We don't even have to rent a gun. I can just reach into the arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're actually pretty picky about the guns, too, though. Like, it has to be at least 24-inch barrel. It can't be, like, a tactical... I can't bring bring my sawed-off shotgun. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't bring your tactical shotgun either with a pistol grip. Uh. Like, they'll they'll, they'll yell at you, and they'll tell you to, like, leave or rent a gun. Yeah. Well, we have many to choose from. Perfect. Yeah, it's a a cool spot. It's really, really cool. Um, It was cold as shit that day. But that, uh, my chore coat, perfect shooting jacket. Those fucking big square pockets are perfect for packing shells. It's great. I was thinking that in that picture. Yeah. I was like, mm. it worked. And well, the, the funny thing, I recreated that picture of my dad. There's this old yeah, picture my good. dad found that, like, he literally you didn't have a pistol on your. I, on I your know. Hip, he had his, his six shooter on his hip, and he's got the. he's. It was a rifle in that. It was like a Winchester in that photo, but he's got the Winchester propped up on his leg, and we re- did a little recreation felt good i want to recreate you doing that except i'm <laughs> gonna do continue. it with my with my beretta and my ar i think that i think the next uh podcast photos tactical. we need to take have to be gun photos with guns yeah. I, I it just reminds me i really need to fucking renew i now my... have enough that we can both hold two <laughs> perfect <laughs> one for each hand. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll just recreate the cover of mr and mrs smith yeah perfect <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it, it just people reminds will me. think we're a gun podcast i mean i i i love the line of uh second amendment leftists that's that's kind of my whole shit uh but i i need to get my shit updated again like i got yeah. my gun permit as soon you as know i what's moved crazy it's so funny that you okay so you're going through all this nonsense in the state of West Virginia. All I had to do was transfer my, uh, my license over, and now I can just purchase a gun. Yeah, but the the best part is that West Virginia is a constitutional carry state, so I can concealed carry without a concealed carry permit. But I'm still applying for my concealed carry permit, uh, because it has reciprocity with like most other states. Okay. Um, but. It's like it's I think it's that still requires less work than you probably getting. The only thing is that in Pennsylvania, when I have my concealed carry, I didn't need you don't need instruction. And here in West Virginia, you have to like have a few hours of instruction with like a someone who's basically just like, oh, you can handle your firearm, which I'm not too worried about. Yeah. But I think it's a weird loophole. That's like if you're going to get your permit, you have to do it this way. Yeah. Or. You can just carry it around. I always you. thought constitutional carry, though, didn't include concealed. I always thought that was uh, you could just carry in, in like, It depends sight. on the state. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I hate that I have to, like, restart the process because I moved during the time I got my yeah. <laughs> original one. It's very frustrating, but... 
but yeah, uh, Alex said he wants to come next time too. So <laughs> me, you, and Alex should go to the, the skeet shooting range. Perfect. He apparently inherited a bunch of shotguns, including like a double barrel 10 gauge. <laughs> that I would blow that. your shoulder out. Uh, I want to get a shotgun. I just, I don't They're not really... expensive. I know they're not, but I just don't, I don't think I would know what to do with it. I mean, shoot skeet with it. Like at the, at the like it's fun. No, I like, I would like not, a... I, w- I would not know how to use it. Like, I don't know how to load it. Oh, it's, it's not hard. I... I don't know how to shoot it. You're outing yourself as being a noob right now. With shotguns. Yes. <laughs> Give me any semi-auto in the world and I will. You can get a semi-auto shotgun. They're Maybe. they're actually probably more complicated than uh, like an over under hinged. A- it's like the most rudimentary machine. <laughs> yeah, like you you break it in half and then you put two bullet you know two shells in and then you make the two halves whole again. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, it pretty much it's easy. I'm gonna invent like a shotgun with an extended magazine. They they make them. Oh, do they? Yeah, like there's like doesn't make sense. There's to like me. auto shotguns. That just that seems stupid. I mean, like, what do you? I guess if you're shooting like a, I mean, there's that like, just seems like it's cheating. <laughs> like it really does. I mean, I I personally like a pump. Because what do you use shotgun. a shotgun for? Hunting. I mean, it's not really. It's good for bird hunting or like rab. Like not even rabbit hunting, but like bird hunting. Rabbit season. You don't want to use. You don't necessarily want to use it for deer or anything. I mean, the main thing, yeah, it's mainly like a birding gun. Yeah. Which is what the clay pigeons, you know, simulate. But, I mean, you can, like, go slug hunting with a shotgun, but you need, like, a special barrel for all that and whatnot. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. It, it, It was, it's a fun way to kill, like, a couple hours. I probably should know more about shotguns because I'm like in shotgun country right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's something cool about an old, like a pump action it's shotgun. It's true. If like the, if, if shit hits the fan, knock on wood, I don't, I don't know if like a rifle, like a, like a self-defense rifle is good for hunting. There's no, there's really no such thing as a self-defense rifle. <laughs> there's really no such thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A rifle that's not specifically designed for hunting. Okay. Sure. Still <laughs> not good for like use within a home. I mean, maybe not an apartment, but <laughs> yeah, it's still not great. You're gonna be like shooting up like the rooms and and, and your neighbors' houses. <laughs> well, that's like part of the beauty of using like a nine millimeter. Yeah, that's what they're for. That it, that's more yeah. of a soft target round, if you will. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh yeah. It's fun. Like it felt to, good. Imagine living in an apartment and like tr- like someone comes in and you just like uh all you have is buckshot and you just blow a hole in the 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 wall and maim your neighbors. I mean, that's any any gun in an apartment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shotgun probably less so than a 9mm, but again, it depends on what happens. Was it shooting. Joe Biden who was like shoot through the door or something like a few years ago it definitely got memory hold oh, I don't but know. they were talking about i think because you know every few years ar-15s or 
it's on site for them because people are convinced they're like scarier than regular guns and there was a debate about you know ar-15s and joe biden was like all you need is a shotgun and you just gotta shoot it through the door i mean it's not wrong (laughs) (laughs) when he's right he's right (laughs) uh yeah i don't know it's uh yeah I, i i want one i you know thing is i don't have anywhere to put it like a shot like a mm-hmm. long gun of any sort which is annoying purchase a gun rack no but you need like technically in new jersey you need like a safe to put it in yeah and so I'm like, actually i've been safe shopping because i need that for my lifestyle change <laughs> <laughs> you should have bought that uh that apartment that, expensive. that house in west virginia with the gun room the walk-in gun the safe. The walk-in gun safe. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I don't have anywhere that's to a store a long gun here. I can't, like, keep it under my bed. And, like, I don't have a closet that's in my bedroom. Like, my oh, closet's yeah. in the flex room. So. Yeah. And, like, I guess I keep it at my parents' house. But that's, I don't know. Just, like, take it apart and leave pieces throughout the house. <laughs> Just scatter it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a find that all the pieces like a video game puzzle. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I know you mentioned it earlier, but any any thoughts on on the new discourse uh, of, uh, around Red, Taylor's version? Let me tell you, I have never been a Swifty. Okay. I think she's just very, like... There's a reason why she's popular, which is that she she appeals to the the lowest common denominator. <laughs> I don't think that's specifically true. Just normie fodder. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like she doesn't she doesn't do it for me as an artist. Like she she kind of just like she says relatable things, but she only scratches the surface of them. So I've never been a big Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, I mean she is still like a pop artist. And you know, I mean, so is Lana Del Rey, and she's... yeah, but Lana Del Rey for some reason captured the fringe side of that where people think she's like weird. And I just think she's a better writer. Oh, she's more esoteric for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The, so I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but Red is my favorite album of hers, and I think it's just because of like the time it came out and like. The stuff I have associated with it. It was um When did Red come out? Oh, when was it? It was like ten years ago. Oh yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it is the ten years. Oh, is it, I don't so... I don't know if that's why she uh put it out now. Well, you you know why she's doing all these versions herself, right? <laughs> like the Taylor's version. She did the other album before this as well. I want to say it probably has something to do with like rights. Well, yeah. So music. her stuff um she was funny enough, she's like technically the most successful independent artist in like history. <laughs> uh yeah. more or less cuz she was on Big Machine Media, which is technically an independent label, but it got sold to like Scooter Braun who is um you know uh the guy who was like Justin Bieber's manager and she got all upset mm-hmm. uh because now all of a sudden they owned all the rights to her stuff cuz she didn't have that in the contract so what happened then i think then Scooter Braun sold it again to like an investment group or something <laughs> like they're literally trading her song rights like stocks 
nice. yeah, this came out in 2012. Oh, okay. But I remember being. I think that's also when Born to Die came out. Yeah, probably. But I remember this like it, it came out like we were on tour, I think, and we we like bought the bought the uh like deluxe version from Target <laughs> and we just like listened to it in the van for like a month straight. So, it, it's got some special memories in it in that sense. Um but yeah, I I thought it was like the perfect blend. I never really liked her country shit. And then she got like too poppy after that. I haven't really dove into what evermore and what was the other one she put out see those are the only ones that i really like because they feature the national oh well, that's right the guy yeah. From the national. yeah i gotta i haven't dug but into even that records. is like i can listen like maybe once through and yeah i'm good yeah I'm red good. just kind of hit me at the right time i guess i know i've said a lot of controversial things on this podcast perhaps the most is that taylor swift is just all right <laughs> i mean yeah it's fine but yeah so she's re-recording all the shit uh to essentially regain the rights to her music again which is kind of cool uh i love doing anything out of spite we know this yeah uh but yes (laughs) i i love that it's brought up this whole discourse though about well number one taylor swift's always been kind of in the crosshairs for writing about the same shit that everyone writes music about like everyone's like oh she can't just get over her breakup why is she still singing about the same stuff 10 years ago it's like well number one she's re-recording an album that she recorded 10 years ago like she's not yeah she's not revisiting it because she still isn't over whatever she was feeling then (laughs) like yeah she's just this is just music that existed previous to this yeah and it's like she's not re-releasing it because she's still not over the breakup (laughs) This kind of discourse makes my eyes glaze It's over. so fucking stupid. But uh, I just like, yeah, Taylor Swift never gets over anything. And that was always like her joke. I mean, she wrote songs about it. How it's like, oh, Taylor Swift's always getting broken up with. And we'll never break up with Taylor Swift because she'll write about you. And it's like. I mean, she's clearly like a dark triad. <laughs> like, like, definitely. Definitely. But she literally like. Here's the thing is like music from the beginning of time has been about like three things like love, heartbreak and old ships. Like those are the three things you write music. I about. was I was going to say religion, but you're right. You're right. <laughs> what is religion but an old ship? You know, and uh, <laughs> so those are the three things. And uh, I mean, I'm sure she's written about all three just like everybody else. But, yeah. uh, you know, her cover of Sloop John B, oof, when she talks about that guy stealing all her clean, cream corn, like, I felt that. Do you remember the the very brief discourse around last summer uh, after the protests? Maybe it was, it was this winter. I don't know. After the protests, there was a very brief discourse on um, TikTok about how black people invented sea shanties. Oh, God. Oh, why are we bringing up sea shanty <laughs> TikTok again? <laughs> Because you can't just talk about old ships without doffing your cap. My mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, I I, that was memory hold for for sure. The fact that sea shanty TikTok existed for like four days, and they're like, we actually need to talk about the origins of sea shanties. (laughs) Just like everything, everything was invented by black people, white people. Oh man, it's it's yeah, it's bad. But uh, yeah, I don't y- know. Yakubian sea shanties. 
I love I love the other type of person though who is still like too cool for Taylor Swift in the sense that they're like oh yeah she's she's just trying to you know capitalize off of her exes this demise and oh my god even worse the other people who uh are like mm, Jake Gyllenhaal you fucked up <laughs> like I don't Ugh. I don't even remember the discourse of what people I, yeah, like I, did she say yeah. outright that these songs are about Jake Gyllenhaal people just like decide People now to line decide, up the yeah, timeline I yeah i will say me and taylor swift have very similar taste in men <laughs> yeah i would not have gone for joe jonas but john mayer yeah jake gyllenhaal yeah the kennedy kid yeah everyone has dated john mayer at some point yeah. like everyone I'm, I'm waiting for my we're turn. we're both just on the list like it doesn't <laughs> matter what our orientations are it's like Raya. Everyone Once gets their they chance. get all through the good people, we'll get our chance. Yeah, yeah. We're on the wait list. Uh, I, I even have a friend a friend referral, and I'm still on the wait list. Mm. Uh, but you'll meet someone, you'll get married, and then you'll the, be the Raya and You'll have to be like, sorry, babe. <laughs> I gotta see what else is out there. <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's it's just the people who get so invested in like the oh jake gyllenhaal yeah fucked up oh my god uh like how could you do this to our girl and like jake gyllenhaal is just like i don't know he he needs to make another night crawler (laughs) yeah but yeah i don't know people who get so invested in that shit are driving insane well, it's because they don't have anything going on in their own lives yeah it's like a it's like a really petty kind of escapism it's like the worst kind. It's kind of it's not even like they're escaping to something like good or interesting. They're like escaping to someone else's like failed. Yeah. If you think about that, though, it's kind of like always existed, though. Like the weird celebrity yeah. obsession culture of like us weekly. And hold on. This reminds me. This is like kind of tangential. I saw a really good tweet the other day. Um, the same see. people got like obsessed with like, I don't know, like Brad Pitt and. Uh, like Jennifer Aniston in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this sums it up. <laughs> These people that we're talking about. Okay. The Instagram stories feed of any woman with an advanced degree between the ages of 30 and 40 is alternating posts about having no control or direction in their personal life and about knowing exactly how society should be governed and everyone else should live. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty <laughs> that's much it. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's it's the same people who are so obsessed with like the f- freedom of like Britney Spears's money. Yeah, like, that's just I, so bizarre to me. Well, they're it, like it was kind of the perfect like, storm first of discourse Britney, too. Now Palestine, and it's like, <laughs> well, the 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 Taylor Swift. Why are you even comparing these two things? All too well, and Britney's like conservatorship being released happened on the same day, and it was like the perfect storm of annoying people. But I gotta say, ten minute version of All Too Well, it fucking rocks. It was good. It's like so I good. said, it hit really close I, to home. Tell for me, me. I, I've been upstate with a woman before. It was the day that I found out all that stuff about my ex. <laughs> See, too. the perfect storm of annoying people. It was like Taylor Swift made it happen. <laughs> you know, because she's part of the dark triad. There's some dark magic yeah. abound. But yeah, song kind of rips. Uh, no, no shame in that for sure. Uh, Machiavellianism, <laughs> Taylor's version. 
what was, <laughs> what was uh, my tweet the other day that got zero traction except from like you? Industrial Society and its future, Taylor's version. <laughs> and I just started thinking of like funny, funny things that could be Taylor's Mind version. Mind Kampf, Taylor's version. <laughs> Bronze Age Mindset. <laughs> the, the Turner Taylor's Diaries. Version. <laughs> Taylor's version. <laughs> oh, Buck Breaking, oh, Taylor's boy. version. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayor Pete concession speech, Taylor's version. <laughs> oh um, my God! Uh, speaking of celebrities, though, please clap, Taylor's version. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of celebrity bullshit, so uh, this is also forgot. So I shot the CFDA awards as part of like the no invite shit, and I was super excited about it because. Uh, Two years ago, when they had the last one, I got there for exits. I've told the story, but where I got there late, all it was at the Brooklyn Museum, <laughs> and all the security booted out everyone's like SUVs who are waiting for to pick up their clients. So they're like, "You can't park here. You gotta go around the block. You gotta loop. You gotta wait to be called." So I'm like, "This is amazing. Everyone's gonna like 300 celebrities and like drunk models are gonna come out of this party." And they'll all be stuck on the curb waiting for their car. And it was literally like shooting fish in a bower. I shot like three rolls, two rolls of film, I think. And all but like three photos were keepers. Like it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Security was super chill. Everyone has a good time. There was only like two other photographers besides myself. Super chill. It was great. Like one of the best nights photographically. You know, that's where I was like, I had that conversation with Heidi Klum about like the joys of delayed gratification in film photography. <laughs> like, yeah. amazing. So I was like, hell yeah, this time is going to be awesome. It's at some other place in Manhattan. I had it in my schedule for like th- four months because uh, it got rescheduled from when it was supposed to be in like May or whatever. So super excited. I get there early it, for entrances. Fucking nightmare. There's like, a paparazzi pen and it had people I knew from fashion week there. There's a couple, uh, an actual paparazzi couple that I know from Philly who were there. And I was just like hanging out in the the booth with my camera and there's nothing really for me to get photos of. Like I like to see who goes in. So I know who to look for to come out, you know? Yeah. And one of the security comes over and was like, Oh, someone said you're not a photographer. Are you here for like shooting for someone? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a photographer. And the, the security asks, like, oh, does anyone know if this guy's legit? And everyone's just like, what? And then the guy was like escorting me out. And then like a bunch of my friends were like, no, 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 like he's he's here with us. Like he's he's good. <laughs> like he's legit. And it was just fucking annoying. It was so stupid. There was a a couple like this one guy specifically I, i've dealt with him during fashion week but he's like the biggest shithead loudmouth, like who openly f- like gets aggressive with security in a way that like okay now security's definitely not going to do us any favors because yeah. you're calling them a cocksucker to their face over and over again <laughs> uh to the point where like one guy literally was about to Dude's fight rock. him uh nice. it was wild but like he was saying like super shitty stuff like uh like paparazzis it's kind of a parasitic fucking job to begin with but it's also a job that requires like a mutual kind of game like the 
people get, you know, the celebrities need their photo taken to be seen. And the paparazzis need their photo to make money. So, like, you'd think you'd be kind of nice to them or, like, understanding in a way. Yeah. And this guy was like... Or he could just get another job. That, that also works, too. If, yeah, if you, like, hate your job so much, like, yeah. But this guy was like... There was a car rolling up with, like, the windows down. The guy's like, oh, got another transgender here. The transgenders, they make big money. Big money for us. <laughs> got to get a photo of them transgenders. And it's like, yo, the window's down on this car. He was he was using proper proper language. I guess. <laughs> it's like it's like the difference of saying like uh, black people or black people or like the blacks or you know, Jew versus Jew. But you here's know? the like, thing it's though. All about Here's the thing they do. <laughs> it's all like, about It's very hot in fashion right now. Very, like, it really is. It's all about context though, like how you say yeah. it. Uh but yeah, especially saying like they're worth more money. <laughs> It's like real weird but uh i mean that's where society is headed so he's stupid. just like it's very, so fucking he's stupid. Just very aware of it but uh i ended up like i'm like this sucks i'm gonna go downtown i went to salugi's ended up bumping into my friends uh, my friend and his girlfriend at salugi's so we had like a beer and fucking hung out and it was nice i love that i'm a regular in a pizza place that's not even in my own city <laughs> Yeah, not even in your own state. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I go back up around 9.30 or so. Exit's usually between 10 and 11. And it's a, still a shit show. The security sucked ass. They didn't know how to control anybody. They like So they were doing it in the wrong way of like, oh, there's like this photo pen with like, but there's other people lining up across the street. So we're going to then also make like bring barricades out to people in the street like it was a fucking nightmare but the thing was last time there were three photographers including myself this time there was like 20 plus a shit ton of like fans who were just trying to like catch a glimpse of a celebrity and then even worse have i ever mentioned how much i hate people who are like professional autograph getters I didn't even know there was a job. Oh my. It's so much worse than like a paparazzi. It's unbelievable how absurd it is. And it makes me, it's it's my least favorite type of person. Who is buying autographs? That's what I'm saying. Like how much money can you truly be getting for these things? Like maybe 20 bucks? Like maybe? Unless they're hoarding them until after the person <laughs> dies. <laughs> There's a whole separate group of people who kill these celebrities. Yeah. They're all working together. No, like, it's, I see it all the time at Fashion Week, and it, it's very weird, especially if there's, like, fo- like football players or basketball players, things like that are usually big. But a lot of times they're signing, like, a blank sheet of photo paper that they then, like, print out a picture on later. Somehow that works. I have no fucking clue how. But these autograph people are literal vultures. They're, they're like, the most schlubby-looking people you're, you've ever seen. Terrible, terrible look, people to look at. It's 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 insane. But I'm just picturing. I forget what his name was. That what his character's name was. But Paul Giamatti on Thirty Rock. <laughs> I I forget his character too. But kind of have like Paul Giamatti bodies. A Giamatti body. Uh, <laughs> Taylor's version. <laughs> Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
literally they yeah they're they're so aggressive they they literally um i know i keep saying literally but it's true they literally <laughs> will they have like a phone tree system where they're like oh, i just i i just saw so and so leave the mercer i'm hopping in my car i'm chasing him down to you catch him at the blah 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 like they're it's like princess die except they're trying to get autographs <laughs> like they're chasing him down <laughs> on motorcycles uh but yeah so there's like this whole crew of them and they're so fucking rude like they they will be the t- like there's an etiquette among the people like especially the photographers of like oh like here's your kind of space you've been waiting here i'm not gonna like get into your shit or like block your view or like stick my camera in your shot these people literally like they'll shove like i have a bunch of pictures where like people like have like shit in my shot uh at one point zendaya came out and this fucking woman like ran alongside me like dragging the velvet rope and like pedestal along with her uh, like a fucking cartoon and then the guy like puts the velvet rope back up and she just like squeezes in front of me and i'm like god damn it like and i i kind of like say something i'm like yo like what the hell and she just turns around to me and she's like uh excuse you uh you're new i ain't seen you before and i'm like you know i've been doing this like a decade and she's like a decade i've been doing this for three and then she just like and i'm like yo this fucking sucks like this isn't fun and then she was the kind of person oh my god the word it drives me insane who like never let it go like i like moved over and went and hung with like my other friends it was closer to the end of the night anyway, so I didn't, like, miss anything crucial. But randomly, she would just, like, be like, Psh, bitch said a decade. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I want to I, – I hope a plane crashes into you. Like, <laughs> I, I hope 9-11-2 that's a, happens that's a true to you specifically. Moment. I want to shoot a gun at the moon so the moon crashes on top of you. Uh, <laughs> but literally, it was the end of the night. I'm like – getting i'm like walking over towards the train and i hear in the distance a decade and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) it's like it's like a happy gilmore 45 minutes has passed do you know like the happy gilmore the guy that's like hiding while he's like trying to shoot and he just pops out and he's like you jackass yeah (laughs) that's what that was (laughs) well so then there was another guy who comes over and he, like, drops all of his shit. Like, the, for some reason, they let all the autograph people in the photo pit, for whatever reason. And this guy walks over with, like, three big bags of shit and just, like, drops it at his feet. Like, so now there's just, like, a bunch of shit underfoot. <laughs> and he keeps bumping into my, uh, actually, uh, your boy, Better Flicks, was next to me. Uh, and he drops his shit next to him. And he's, like, kind of up in his, like like, reaching over his shoulder and, like... And he turns around and he's just like, yo, like, can you back off? <laughs> like, can you chill? And the guy just goes, you want to do that, man? I'm a different type of person. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like something a white guy could never say. <laughs> like, yeah. that would make, excuse me, sir. I'm a different type of person. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't like that. Uh, no, he was literally <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm not that type of person, man. You don't, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, and they kept saying it like over and over again. Yep. I ain't like that. You don't want to do that. 
I'm a different type of person. They're just NPCs. It's crazy. Yeah, like three lines. They have of, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> a decade. <laughs> it's like when you're walking through like GTA Four, when you're like you overhear people's cell phone conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it was miserable. Oh, and then the craziest part. Craziest part. One of the shitty uh, autograph people brought two chihuahuas with no leashes. <laughs> so now there's two small dogs underfoot running around. And at one point, Kid Cuddy comes out in like a wedding dress for some reason. It's very bizarre. Uh, <laughs> one of them transgenders, no less. Buck broken. <laughs> but... He comes out and he's like taking pictures with a bunch of fans. And then all of a sudden that fucking dog is running around. It's this little chihuahua in like a pink sweater <laughs> running around. And then Kid Cudi gets in his car, in his like black car. And all of a sudden the dog is under the car. Mm-hmm. Like scared. So all of a sudden everyone's banging on the windows of the van, of the, of the SUV. And there's like a security guard waving like his like fucking flashlight in the driver's window. <laughs> and everyone's like losing their mind. Cause we're about to see like a car run over this tiny dog. Uh, and, and of course the dog is running from like one side to the other side. And when people try to go there and someone literally had to like on their stomach, like military crawl under like a for like an expedition. To get this fucking dog. <laughs> and then the guy and the guy's like, who's It's the- not a place for dogs. No. Like, number one, why are you walking around with a dog off a leash in New York anyway? And number two, yeah. in like a very crowded, very chaotic place with cars and like everyone walking around, definitely not looking down to see a small dog. Like and the guy's like, Who the fuck's dog is this? And the guy's like, Oh, it's mine. And like hands the guy's dog back. And then like nothing changed. There was no repercussions. <laughs> like it was, it was so fucking stressful. I'm like, I, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> this is the. Is this we became a society with no consequences, no. and this is what happens. Truly, a, a lawless land. It was fucking yeah. miserable. And I got like a few good photos, but like, was it worth it? Not really. <laughs> uh, should we get yeah. the questions? Yeah, let's get into some questions. All right. Get here's, a, here's a great one right off the bat for you. Uh, self-defense family or end of a year? I was just thinking today about how, like, self-defense family, if you're into self-defense family still in your 30s, it's like a dog whistle that you didn't have a father figure. <laughs> I I still like self-defense family, and I have a father figure. Okay, you can be the exception that proves the rule. That proves the rule? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say neither. Fuck whoever asked this question. I try not to swear, but come on, I, don't ask that question. I, I don't think the person who asked this question has any idea of your specific connection to them, but maybe they do. To what extent, who knows? I I think though, I find myself listening to end of a year more than I do self defense family though. Okay, self defense is actually really good. I just can't listen to them on principle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you watch the Mayor Pete doc? No, but we're going to do a talk over. Are we? Yes, we have to. I did not consent. (laughs) Uh, I think we got to. I I feel like we do have to, but I I really don't want to. If you figure out the logistics, maybe I'll participate. You're just play. 
Play it using your web audio and use the screen share. I guess. I don't know. It feels like two hours of my life that like we will never get back. Yeah, but I think we should do it. Is there a way we can like stream it so we could like watch it with other people? Uh yeah, I think we can do it all on Zoom. <laughs> Just invite people to our Zoom chat. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh all I know is I saw that like really, really like bleak clip of them like eating Dairy Queen together. <laughs> Like in the corner, and Chastin's just like, uh, is it okay that we're eating our ice cream before our dinner?" <laughs> and do you think Pete, Mayor Pete is actually gay? I don't know because I've been seeing a lot of people saying that he's not, I mean, and I think it's very sad. I I just love that. Yeah, he's like, "Of course, Chastin, it's our, it's date night. We can do whatever we want." <laughs> It's like you guys are grown adults, you can do whatever you want. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> They're on their their government sanctioned one date night a month. <laughs> it's all yeah. that it's all that McKinsey gives him. <laughs> it's one one personal night off the clock. He's like contractually obligated oh to God. listen to high hopes. It's like it's it's this, it's the same deal as like anyone dating a Kardashian. It's just like purely PR. Yeah. Oh, but now yeah. they don't they didn't they adopt? Didn't don't uh, they have like they did and then the announcement was really weird because they were in a hospital bed. <laughs> and people were like, okay. I did not see that. This is weird. <laughs> like like one of them delivered the baby. Yeah. Was it a surrogate and then, thing? Like, I no one knows because they won't say because they know that people are gonna get mad whatever like, it was. Like I guess that makes sense if it was like a surrogate where, you know, they're there for the birth of their child literally yeah but if it was but an it's adoption so weird. it's like oh yeah we're just like using this woman for her womb <laughs> I, 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 I mean surrogates is pretty yeah. commonplace but um but yeah i, it is I very, don't know it's, it's like, very funny if it was under the no we have to make it look like one of us gave birth to this kid like yeah <laughs> oh my god uh what are you currently binging Like, I'm assuming like eating? media of some sort, like TV oh. most likely. <laughs> yeah. you have to, um, you're doing the opposite of binging right now by fasting. Yeah, I'm. I mean, this was gonna be my other people's content, but I've been listening to the the Sloth Cast a lot. Okay. They basically do like, uh, I, I mean, I think it's a regular podcast too, but they. Uh, they do a show called Drunk on Movies, and they pair, um, like wine or drinks with like media. Oh, and interesting. They do reviews, yeah. The um, I will get more into my other people's content. Cool. Did you did you later, finish but... The Sopranos? No. Oh well, so you were you were binging that. I was, yeah. What? I'm trying not to watch as much, but I might. I might try to finish it before i wanted to finish it before the many states of newark went off hbo but i did not oh is it off hbo now yeah oh fuck i i heard it's absolutely miserable and it's like the worst thing i ever. heard it was basically elder abuse <laughs> i heard it was so bad uh yeah the so i i finished the sopranos uh as much as i was prepared for like knowing a lot of the stuff that happened in the seasons there's a lot of stuff that wasn't spoiled for me, which was kind of cool. 
Like a lot of yeah, what happens I in season like... six is so crazy. Mm. But uh, a lot of it was stuff I never like heard about. And even the ending. What like, do you I've think known... about him dying to your favorite song? Oh my God. That was the thing. So as much as I was prepared to like know that it cuts to black, it still kind of got me. Like it still mm-hmm. shook me. Uh, and yeah, of course, I'm like, God damn it, it's fucking, don't stop believing. But apparently David Chase chose that song because he knew the, like, the crew hated it. And he thought it was funny. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. But, uh, so I finished that. Me and my roommate have been watching Love Island again. We really loved Love Island season six. We started with the newest season, season seven. It's like 65 fucking episodes. And it kind of drags out a lot. And we haven't found one character that we actually like. Like one person on the show that we like yet. So it's it's been a slog. Uh, but other than that, I, I've been watching the newest season of Riverdale. And I know we've talked about on Riverdale in the past. I think there was... I, I don't know what episode in the past we did. But like I like rattled off uh, all the weird kind of plot points. Season... I guess it's season five, I think, is like even more bizarre. Um, <laughs> apparently, they, they have like three episodes where they're like, Archie is going away. Archie's joining the military. He's leaving us. There's this huge ramp up to him leaving and then this huge goodbye scene. And they make this huge deal about him going away. And then he comes back the next episode. <laughs> and it's seven years later <laughs> literally he's gone and then it just says seven years later and he comes back there he doesn't miss an episode um everyone is teachers now so they're still in the school but they're teachers now uh it's so fucking bizarre it's it the show it's not good by any means but it's it's like fun to watch because it's so all the stuff i like talked about earlier like, uh, was it Veronica who started a speakeasy beneath the diner and also ran a competing rum distillery against her dad? And, like, Cheryl's mom ran a brothel? Like, they're all in high school. It's so fucking bizarre. <laughs> but now, so I actually, my friend was asking me how, uh, how the season was going, like, what the current plot points. Because they'll also, they'll introduce a crazy plot point that would normally take us any other show through an entire season and they run through the arc in like three episodes and then start with a new one that's like equally as absurd so in the moment that in a singular episode that my friend asked me like what was going on these are all the things that are happening simultaneously veronica started an investment for uh, an investment firm and would started shorting real estate futures also, she she has a very weird crossover of uncut gems where she, like, gets an opal from Ethiopia and says uh, she has a client named Mr. Sand on the line to buy it. <laughs> very weird. Okay. Uh, Cheryl's mom broke out of prison and is now running a fringe religion worshiping her dead son. Nice. Uh, to which Cheryl ends up taking over the religion by, like, performing a bunch of, like, fake miracles. Uh, Archie becomes a bounty hunter and also starts a fire department and also breaks up a dogfighting ring. Triple threat. Uh, Jughead takes mushrooms and starts hanging out with homeless people. Uh, 
and then Betty is setting up a honeypot operation to catch a trucker serial killer. <laughs> and that's all happening so weird. in the same episode. It's just like it's like Mad Libs. It's un They just picked stuff out of a hat. No, literally that's probably more cogent than what the actual shit is happening in the in the episode. It's it's so wild. It's so wild. But it's also like the stupidest show to watch. It's it's kind of great in that sense. Uh, last question. If you got the death sentence, which way would you want to go out? I'm assuming in like the ways that are currently punishment. Can can they still do firing squad? You took my answer. <laughs> that was gonna be that team. I, I feel like that's the one that has the least margin of error. Yeah. No, I think that's what I was thinking too. Cause like the track record for lethal injection or electric chair is like horrifically low yeah like like so many like agonizing deaths from shit that just didn't work also like the electric chair is is legitimately like probably the worst way to die because it's like oh yeah it's like a very inefficient way to actually kill somebody yeah because like i don't think the electricity actually like goes through your body it just like cooks you it's it does yeah Yeah, that's very um i mean i've seen i've seen the green mile i have not i know what happens when some like queer little southern gentleman guard doesn't wet the sponge oh you gotta wet that sponge Mm. uh yeah firing squad seems kind of kind of sick like tied to a post with like a blindfold and a cigarette yeah it's a badass way to go yeah uh what about a a good old-fashioned religious stoning that would take too long. Yeah, it's, it's slow. Um, I'm trying to think what other Stone ones. Stone me with bullets. Was it California that had the gas chamber? Oof. Seems pretty rough. But also, like, I don't, you're kind of drowning, essentially. Oh, I want the... Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the, that series of uh, Limp Bizkit videos where they get executed? never oh my god i think it was uh have i seen this oh what was it rearranged i think was the video where they get the they go into like the gas chamber but it fills with milk for some reason and they like drown in the milk and then so a vegan and then after they die. die then it they have the dream that they're doing and together now with method man like sword fighting this is so weird it's, it's american cinema baby art house uh yeah, Firing Squad definitely the way to go. Uh, but isn't it Firing Squad though? Like only one person actually has like a live bullet, and everyone's like shooting blanks technically. Oh, so then they don't know who's actually, who's actually like a like, killer. Yeah, yeah. But what if that person with the without the blank misses? Yeah, I guess they just get Alec Baldwin to do it. <laughs> I was gonna make a goddamn Alec Baldwin joke. <laughs> Oh my god, we haven't been on the same page like this in a, in a hot minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> I had that one. They're like, "Who's that? Who's that armorer who's in charge of the blanks? Let's get her on this firing squad." <laughs> oh man, I accidentally mixed live bullets in with everybody's ammo. Yeah. Uh, you just get shot like thirty times. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Looking like Swiss cheese. S- I'm trying to think i got a couple other things to, to wrap up this this episode uh that i think we need to talk about 
Um, number one, uh, the Tesla tequila bottle is too hard to clean. Are you familiar with this? I feel like we talked about this last No, time. we talked about it in the pre-roll and we never got to oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, I... Sure. <laughs> there was a there. The people are complaining that their two hundred and fifty dollar Tesla tequila bottle is not able to be cleaned due to its design. Like, why are your houses that dusty? Well, I guess people like want to display their Tesla tequila, their empty Tesla tequila bottle, because it's like shaped like a lightning bolt. So I guess you. I just feel like that's not that difficult. Just get a Swiffer. No, no, no! Like, like cleaning out the inside of the bottle, like after you've been inside. Fin- yeah, because these it just shows you how fucking cornball Elon Musk stands are. When that they want to like display empty liquor bottles around their house, like a fucking frat house. Wait, so they want? Why not just get like water and soap and, and like- shake it up? Just shake it up. Yeah, uh, you would think. But there was a TikTok of a guy claiming that it's impossible to clean. And he's like mad about it. But he literally is taking a video in front of probably the equivalent of $50,000 worth of Macintosh audio equipment. Also, just buy one that you don't drink, don't open it, and just use it for display. Yeah, or just not. There's a lot of ways around this. Bottles. Or just don't. Del- yeah, like what are you? Single? Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to bring up, uh, the brass against discord at the, uh, <gasps> at the, that Florida <sighs> concert festival. Oh my goodness. Of course it was Florida. I'm going to say this was wild. It, it was truly shocking in this, in like a way that like music hasn't been interesting in years. Yeah. Uh, like she she really did that i she understood the assignment well so okay so people who may not be familiar god rest your soul uh <laughs> the apparently it's this band that does brass instrument covers of rock songs which sounds like the worst thing to be number one i will say like it was it's kind of like loosely based on rage against the machine right well they were because this is more no, no, they were doing a rage against the machine cover during that moment but they cover they're just a cover band so they cover that things is, with horns that is more transgressive than anything that <laughs> rage against the machine has done in the last 15 years <laughs> true uh so yeah during some festival the lead singer, uh, who's a woman, was just like, hey, I got to fucking rip a piss. And I guess she was said something like, anyone want me to piss on them? And there was a, a very <laughs> eager man in the crowd. I would say when they say that consenting isn't yes, consenting is hell yes. If it's not hell yes, it's a no. Like, this man was like a double, triple hell yes. Like, he was consenting for sure. And this weird, strange man gets on stage, and she squats over him, and then just, like, pressure washes him. His face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's into it. Like, he's, like, he's fist pumping, like, Pauly D. Like, he's having a good old time. I just thought that afterwards the band was, like... This is not Sophie who we are. got a little carried away. <laughs> got carried away. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't gotten carried away in that in that fashion, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, who amongst us is not squatted and during a during a live concert in front of face? <laughs> but 
I love it. It was like the most punk rock thing in in decades. But then the band immediately was like, "This is not who we are," and just like immediately like press conference the shit out of it. Was like, "We're gonna sounds a little kink shamey." We're to me. gonna we're gonna review these actions and determine a course of we're action. Gonna, uh, we're gonna send it to brass HR. Yeah, yeah, we got. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna look into restorative justice for this. But we're gonna set up a mutual aid fund for this guy. We're gonna go on punk talks and have them mediate this process. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it is truly a bizarre situation. My my favorite part though so was like weird. there was so much steam coming off that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a steamy moment for sure. <laughs> Florida, it's hot and it's humid, and it's all just rapidly evaporating. Oh my god, <laughs> that's it. It was so he was so hot <laughs> and bothered that it was just turning. It was. It was <laughs> what are they? Oh, he pro- it probably took him so long to dry off because in Florida the air is so wet. Yeah, it, it, it immediately turned to a gas. There was like a Ugh. Maillard reaction or something. <laughs> I forget what they call it when things go for like they skip a step in the in the process, like dry ice. Taylor's version. Taylor's version. Yes. Oh my God, we should wrap this up. Uh, you got any other yeah. people's content this week? I know you do because you just mentioned it. But yeah. Fill, fill so us in. mine is an episode of the Slothcast, uh, in which they review the Young Pope and Bogle Petit Syrah with. My homeboy, Curtis Yarvin. I don't know who that is. He's my favorite monarchist. <laughs> okay. Problematic king. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, mine is also a podcast episode. Uh, the ep- the podcast called Episode One, but it's actually Episode Two O Three, the Costco Town Hall with Joe Biden. And it's the third of their series of, like, three people in a room all speaking in a Joe Biden voice and making, like, absurd non sequiturs and anecdotes. <laughs> uh, definitely one of the, uh, the first episode they did of that series, um, like, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Uh, but in this one, <laughs> Joe Biden laments on uh, how, how women just don't wear leather jackets like they used to. And uh, and how he doesn't see see leather jackets or tumbleweeds anymore, or or cactuses where cactuses should be, and how how that's a signifier of America changing. The one time I saw a tumbleweed, it it like blew my mind. <laughs> it blew through your mind. Yeah. It's yeah. It's beautiful. We said more tumbleweeds in America. What happened? Uh, I got plugs. Great replacement. Um. No. Not not now. I will next week. Okay. Yeah. Do we have a release date on your album? Um, Are you shopping labels? The next, the next two weeks. Can we start have a nice record label? Yeah, we should. Have a nice music. Yeah. <laughs> and then sell it to Scooter Braun. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram. DanBassini.com. So got copies of my book, I Still Feel It, though not too many left. Uh, plus my other zines in the back catalog. Um, whenever this comes out, it's actually going to be the 12 year anniversary of the Rangefinder Diaries. Ooh. So check that out, Rangefinder, the Rangefinder Diaries.com. 
12 years of content on there for you. Go through the archive. You can pretty much look at my entire life and photography career over the last 12 years. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still going. I want to do like a retrospective show on that. I think that'd be really cool. You should. But uh, yeah, so uh, do that. Buy my books. And follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the still have the Facebook group that Have a Nice Life. Uh, pineal gland decalcification fast track to success cult we also now have a discord server uh which it's been kind of fun i feel like people are already slacking off on it but we need more people we need some regular posters yeah, uh i'm sure discord we can it is so much fun we can include i probably shouldn't have started the discord like immediately before i decided to be less off less online you know but. it's fine uh but yeah it's kind of become our group chat so uh yeah i'm sure check the description for the link to the discord server tell your friends uh indoctrinate them and uh yeah i feel like i'm missing something we got we had a monthly playlist it's also in the description yeah uh yeah just uh spread spread the good news Yes. Uh, yeah. Till next week, though. Have a nice life. Bye. Bye.